Hello and welcome to this overview of the Osroads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, Part 9, Sample Layouts. The Guide to Temporary Traffic Management details temporary traffic management requirements for Australia and New Zealand practitioners. It contains guidance and instructions for planning, designing and implementing temporary traffic management and is focused on providing optimum safety for employees and contractors working in or near traffic and a safe environment for all road users. The combination of a four-year collaborative project between Austro's Australasian Transport Agencies and Industry, the guide will help to harmonise temporary traffic management practice in Australia and New Zealand. My name is Elise and I work in the communications team at Austro's. My details are shown on this slide. The Guide to Temporary Traffic Management has 10 parts, which are available to download for free from the Osteroads website. To have access, you'll need to log into your Osteroads online account. If you currently don't have an Osteroads account, you can sign up for free on the login page of our website. Part 9 provides illustrative and educational sample layouts to support the other parts of the guide and to assist traffic management designers in the interpretation of the various requirements of this guide. Please note that the layouts are Australian specific. For the New Zealand equivalent, refer to the New Zealand Code of Practice for Temporary Traffic Management. You can access the part through this direct link. We also encourage you to have the guide open so you can refer to the relevant section numbers during this presentation. I will now introduce our presenter, who is Alex Selenko. Alex is a project manager at Point8, who led the development of Part 9 sample layouts. Alex is a qualified registered professional engineer of Queensland and a certified traffic management designer and senior road safety auditor in Queensland. With eight years experience in the construction industry and four years in the traffic engineering consulting field, Alex has a unique perspective on traffic management design, having overseen major construction project delivery, as well as the planning of major events such as the 2018 Commonwealth Games. Welcome, Alex. Thank you, Eliz, and hello, everyone. Welcome to the presentation of part nine of the Guide to Temporary Traffic Management Practice. The development of part nine has had its unique challenges, and I am really pleased to have been involved in the project and been able to introduce you to the first edition of part nine. For simplicity, within this presentation, part nine will be described as the part and the guide to temporary traffic management practice as the guide. Let's begin. In this webinar, we will cover a broad outline of the part's development, its features, its objectives, its structure, and the sample layout list, including the features of all the sample layouts. I will provide some context around the worked example and the detail within it, such as presentation, pre-planning, staging, and the considerations that were used in the development of the tra detailed traffic management design. The objectives of this part are to provide a visualization of the practical application of other parts of the guide, as well as providing an educational guidance to traffic management designers that help the industry improve the design standard for site-specific traffic guidance schemes in order to understand how to achieve safe and effective outcomes. The part also 
provides sample layouts in a style that is illustrated, educational, and non-standard. This is in order to avoid the perception that examples are standard diagrams that could be used on site. Within the development of this part, the project team reviewed the existing guidance on sample diagrams and drawings from across Australia and New Zealand. Across six different jurisdictions, there were almost 400 different diagrams available to users. The review of these diagrams identified that there is a significant variance in the level of quantity, quality, and presentation styles throughout, but also a significant overlap of content. To ensure that the new guide covers a diverse cross-section of traffic management scenarios and captures a majority of the typically encountered situations, the identified 77 discrete types of scenarios were used as a basis for the development of the sample layout list and the included technical content. The parts sample layouts as categorized by scenarios are aligned with the various technical guidance sections found in other parts of the guide. These include around, through, and past the worksite, two specific past the worksite at roundabout scenarios, mobile work setups, an unsealed road scenario, and short-term low impacts worksites. These total 39 sample layouts. In addition to this, the part also provides 11 sample layouts that detail a multi-stage project, which requires several different traffic guidance schemes. The sample layouts were initially based on aerials of real-world locations, which were transitioned into a cartoonish style to give the ability of modifying complexity as required. This approach was deliberate and designed to not be a real-world scale, but is also intended to have a look and feel of real-world locality. This helped with the objective of ensuring that the plans are not perceived as generic standards or templates, as it is expected that designers would develop plans for each specific site. The sample layouts are intended for viewing in an electronic format, but if printed, they are designed to be easily read at A3 sites. The annotation notes are colored, cons coded consistently throughout the entire document. The notes are deliberately pre not prescriptive as the part does not introduce any new technical guidance, but is designed to help the reader gain familiarity with the where to look within other parts of the guide. Therefore, the annotated considerations are strategically designed to be used in a design making process. Please note that the sample layouts are not intended for field workers to implement worksites. The layout of each sample is consistent in terms of structure and the symbolic presentation. They have been designed to be as close as possible to real world aerials, 
including details of the site operations, location of traffic control staff, vehicles and devices, as well as acknowledgement that worksites are located in an interactive world environment. Therefore, the sample layouts also show cars, cyclists, pedestrians, vegetation, and real world considerations for things such as bus stops, refuse collection, and property accesses. It is important to note that layouts do not provide the specific sign faces. This is a fundamentally different approach to the current guidance provided within the Australian and New Zealand's documentation. Osroads expects that the designers will use other parts of the guide and the updated Australian Standard 1742.3 to design their own site-specific signage requirements. The design considerations are always presented in, a, in the blue annotation. Designer considerations are specific to each scenario and include constraints and details that a traffic management designer may need to consider when creating site-specific traffic guidance schemes. Common examples of designer considerations include when it may be appropriate to seek engineering advice and strategies for managing oversized vehicle detouring. Implementer considerations are presented in a green annotation and provides the designer with guidance on types of instructions and considerations that may need to be included on their specific plans. These instructions are intended to ensure that implementers are appropriately informed about site-specific processes and issues that they are expected to be responsible for during implementation, operation, and the removal of a worksite. Risk considerations are presented in the red annotation and provide the designer with examples of the type of risks that may be encountered for scenario presented. The risks listed on each layer are not a comprehensive inclusion of all the risks, but are a guidance to educate designers of identifying risks within their site-specific designs and risk assessment processes. It is also noted that the risk considerations are not an illustrative risk management exercise, and it is expected that designers will follow the risk assessment process outlined in the guide or follow their organization's standard risk assessment process. References to other parts of the guide are presented as a black annotation and provide the designer with a roadmap to re relevant references within the guide's clauses that the designer would need to interpret to decide relevant details. It is also noted that not all references are included on every plan, as this guide is in intended for the reader to develop an understanding of various issues and a familiarity of how to apply the guide to working their way through the different samples. Excessive repetition of notes on common issues, such as the use of termination signs, is avoided only and only shown on some layouts. Sample layout 40 to through 50 
are intended to provide practical guidance on the documentation of a real-world project and also guide the designer through a process of developing a fictional work example. These sample layouts assist users of the guide to learn a variety of styles and formats for the relevant documentation that a designer may need to prepare when developing stage traffic management. Sample layouts 40 to 41 are designed to provide the designer with practical guidance and tips on issues such as preparing a title block, information that could be included within a title block, and the example of a signage register that could be presented within a traffic management design. Sample layout 42 is a roadmap for when developing a typical lane closure and it is designed to help the user navigate through various tables and sections within part three. Sample layout 43 provides guidance for users regarding the need to gather site-specific details through site investigations. Issues to consider in pre-planning include various geometric site constraints, traffic data collection, local land use operations, and the presence of site-specific user groups. Sample layouts 44 through 47 present a set of staging plans typically used during the development of a multi-stage project. The use of staging plans help designers plan out traffic management design prior to the detailed design of signs and devices by identifying all user groups and how each will be managed through, passed around the worksite in each stage of the project. By developing staging plans, the designer can identify conflicts and constraints prior to a detailed plan development and prevent the design of inappropriate treatments as well as rework. Sample layouts 47 through 50 are the detailed traffic management design for each of the three stages of the project example and their associated aftercare plan. As there is no detail provided within the guide on the actual presentation standards for traffic management designs, these plans are intended to be as close as possible to what would be expected of industry in this environment. It is noted that the title block examples discussed within sample layout 40 are not included within these for the purpose of providing meaningful dialogue to help users understand why and how certain design decisions were made. This is presented in a similar fashion to the consideration annotations from previous layouts. The worked example plans are also intended to provide the industry with various examples of traffic management presentation as each type has its pros and cons and may be more suitable for certain types of designs, but not others. It is up to each designer to adopt what is most appropriate for their site-specific traffic management designs. In summary, the PUT presents 50 different type of sample layouts, 39 of which are an illustrative scenarios designed to help users learn how to apply the guide to various situations and develop a range of skills in identifying and addressing on-site risks.
while the remaining 11 layouts show a progression of a real-world traffic management design. Overall, the part is intended to be used as an educational tool and reference for when considering different type of sites, but does not present a generic ready-for-use solution. Thank you for listening to this webinar today. I hope this assists in providing an overview of part nine of the guide and Osroads encourages your feedback on the content of the guide to allow it to be continually improved to meet industry standards.